You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 54. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Do you find it difficult to let go? I don't mean to physically let go. I mean to emotionally let go. I mean to consciously choose to emotionally let go of all the worry, doubt, fear, or stress of a situation or even a person that's affecting your business. Maybe you don't know how to do it at all. If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a well-thought-out process for letting go of unhealthy things or people that are affecting their success. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really learned a stepwise approach to knowing what to do to be able to effortlessly release anything that disrupts their happiness. In addition, they've never looked at different aspects of their their business, such as a, a certain type of prospect or client or staff member. They've never looked at the stock market or even their own perspective about rejection and asked themselves the tough question, which is... Do I need to keep these specific people or or attitudes about this topic? Or is it better to just let it go? So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn how to let it go. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How to let go of anyone or anything that is holding you back from your success. So... If you're ready to learn a process for letting go and and what types of people and situations you should let go of, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to release anything that's holding you back from success? Because if you don't protect your inner peace, you'll eventually burn out. And if you don't know how to have the tough conversations with prospects, clients, staff members, or, or anyone for that matter, then you'll think that everything is out of your control. And you'll always be at the mercy of other people and what they're going to do and they're going to say to keep you happy. And you don't want that. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. Because I want you to understand that your success or lack of success is a direct reflection of what you keep and what you let go of. So what we're going to do today is we're going to cover three things. First, seven steps to learning how to let go so that you have a system for letting go. Second, the most common areas of your business to let go of negative people and situations so that you can have more inner peace. And third, understanding the next step. So if you do want to take the next step, you know what to do. Now, before we jump into those three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like if you knew exactly what areas of your business to look for and what what to do to protect your inner peace? Would you feel more energized? Would you feel more empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. All 
Seven Steps to Learning How to Let Go Before we can talk about the process of letting go, I think it's important to clarify what letting go is. As I said, letting go is about releasing all the worry, doubt, stress, and fear about a situation, a person, or even an outcome. It's releasing anything that disrupts your happiness and anything that might hold you back from your own success. What I didn't mention is this, is that letting go is a choice. You see, you get to decide that you're no longer going to ruminate on things that are out of your control. And you can focus on the things that are in your control, which in turn helps you to feel empowered again. It's also about having a process, a process to know what to do to truly release yourself from any other person or any situation. So, once and for all, you can move on. And here's the good news. When you get good at it, at letting go, you'll find that knowing how to let go actually creates new space for new beginnings. That's a great thing. Letting go is also about getting in the moment, accepting what is, what's happening right now, and not worrying what might happen in the future. And now that you understand what letting go is, let's talk about how to do it effectively. Like I said, there's seven steps to letting go. You might have more or you might have less. But if you use these seven steps, I'm confident that you can effortlessly disconnect from people and things that are holding you back. Here's what they are. Step one, assess the situation. Typically, the barometer for knowing that it's time to move on is when you're not happy or not getting success. And that's when it's time to ask yourself the simple but powerful question, why? What's happening right now that's making me feel this way? That's when you start to assess the situation. Maybe it's a prospect that's being disrespectful or a coworker that's kind of degrading. Maybe it's a client that's rude and always is rude. Maybe it's a staff member that's condescending. Whatever it is, you need to assess the situation and figure out what's happening and why. And then you go to the next step, step two. Step two, learn from your experience. At this point, it's important to understand what you can learn from the situation. Maybe the life lesson is simple. You're understanding that whatever it is that is disrupting your inner peace is not something you're going to want to tolerate from here on. In fact, you're done. And maybe what you're learning is that it's time to have healthier boundaries. The point is, is that you need to learn from your experience. Otherwise, you're going to repeat your experience every single time. So step two, learn from your experience. And once you do, it's time to go to step three. Step three, take ownership of your happiness. It's important to understand that nobody's in charge of your happiness, but you. And as such, you need to take ownership of your own happiness. And it's very important because nobody's going to do it for you. What that does is it, is it helps you to understand that you're not a victim. You don't need to be disrespected by a prospect. You don't need a rude client. You don't need condescending staff members or anybody else that's holding you back from your success. You don't need it. And you don't need to have a bad attitude about the stock market or even getting rejected. Who cares? It's all a choice. And 
if you choose to take ownership of your happiness, you just got your control back. And you're ready for the next step. Step four, decide what you want. At this point, you need to get crystal clear on what course of action best suits you and your needs. An example would be that you don't want to continue pursuing a disrespectful prospect. You'll never do it again. Or you don't want to work with a rude client and you're never going to do it again. The point is, you got to decide what you want because nobody's going to do it for you. And if you want to learn to let go, this is an important step because if you don't understand where you're trying to get to by letting go, you never will. So decide what you want and go to the next step. Step five, create a plan. Now you need a plan. You need to know exactly what you want to do and how you're going to do it. You need to know what you're going to do or say to get the results you want. The plan could have the same format or formula, but each plan will be unique to each situation. An example would be deciding how you want to let go of a prospect or a client. Do you want to just quit following up? on the disrespectful prospect, or would you rather explain your position and then tell them that you're not a fit? Do you want to have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with your rude client to try to re repair the relationship, or do you want to explain how they can be better served by somebody else? It's all up to you to decide, but you got to have a plan. Once you do, you take the next step. Step six, communicate your process. One of the hardest things to do is to communicate your process. And that's because letting go is never easy. Once you do, you're done. <laughs> However, if you're talking to the examples that I mentioned, you're going to want to have a process for communicating to them. What I recommend is to do the following. Number one, lead with the positive. Here's an example. I know that you've been a good client for years, and I appreciate your business. Number two discuss the challenge. What I've noticed lately is that, that it just seems that we're miscommunicating. I don't know if it's because the, the market's down or, or because there's something that, that I'm not doing to service your account the right way, but it just seems that you, that you seem to be dissatisfied and unhappy with my services. Number three, discuss the solution. So what I'm going to do is assign your account to another advisor in the office or you can find somebody else to transfer out to. Number four, give them an option. What would you like to do? And that's it. You've just let go. You've just communicated your process and you've let go of this client that's been rude for years. And you're done. That's it. Then you go to the next step. Step seven, let go of the outcome. The final step is the healthiest. Let go of the outcome. The reason it's the healthiest is because you've done all that you can do. You have your emotional control back, and, and if, in the example that I just stated, the client wants to change, great. But if they leave, great. That's fine, too. Either way, you have strong boundaries, and you're happier in the long run. And now that you know the seven steps to letting go, all you need to do now is to know the areas of the business to look for to find things that aren't servicing your higher self. And that is what we're going to talk about 
next. The most common areas of your business to let go of. When you think about your business, do you get a feeling of satisfaction or are there areas of your business that cause you stress, fear, worry, and so on? Will most people find that certain topics, situations, or even people can rub them the wrong way? Let's take a look at some common areas, five common areas of your business to let go of. Certain prospects. This is a tough area of your business. And let me explain why. You see, a lot of times when you're prospecting, you feel like every prospect is important, but they're not. And if you let certain types of prospects bring you down, you're doing yourself a disservice. You don't need to do that. And that's why you've got to have strong prospecting boundaries. <laughs> and in other words, you got to know what you will and what you won't put up with. And it reminds me of a client that I talked to just this week, a couple of days ago, actually, that when we looked at her new business strategy list, her pipeline, she was talking about several different people in the pipeline, several different prospects. And there was a couple in there, and I said, how about them? Do we need to talk about them? And she said, no, I don't want to talk about them. In fact, I need to delete them out of my new business strategy list, and here's why. I don't want to work with them. I tried to make a connection. I called them back. They didn't call me back. I tried again and again. They still haven't called me back. And to be honest with you, when I met with them, it just didn't click. So she decided that she didn't even want to explain anymore. Instead, she wanted to delete these people. And that's what she did. And that's okay. It's okay to let go of prospects that don't serve the higher good. Prospects that are bringing you down and holding you back from success. So if you ever have this, feel free to let them go. And what it does is it helps you to have this abundance mindset that there are more prospects out there and you'll find the next one. So it's okay to let it go. Number two, certain clients. Now I've heard it said, in fact, one of my clients told me this story years ago that he, he said, you know, his business is like a bus. There's only so many seats on the bus. In other words, he only had so much time in the day. And because of that reason, he could only work with so many people. So in order to be his client, they had to fit a certain criteria. They needed a minimum account size, but more importantly, he needed to like them. If he didn't like them, he wasn't going to work with them, which I like, actually. Now, I hope you're taking this to heart that you don't need to work with everyone. In fact, you shouldn't work with everyone. If somebody's being rude, disrespectful, or arrogant, you can fire them. And it's okay to let them go. If you're concerned about losing the assets, don't be. And here's why. Because if you're prospecting on a consistent basis and you're finding the right qualified prospects, you're going to find new assets. And when you find new assets, you literally could fire that client and be even with the assets under management. It's that simple. And if you do that, you'll be glad you did. Number three, certain staff members. Now, life is short, and you spend a lot of time at work, and you spend a lot of time in your business. And as such, you need to make sure that you have a great working relationship with your staff. That said, sometimes it's not a fit. Sometimes 
You're not going to work with everyone, and they're not going to work with you, and that's okay. And in those times, you got three options. Option one, you put up with it. That's not a good option. Don't do that. Number two, you communicate what you need and why. That's a much better option. Or number three, you let them go. But you need to have a well-thought-out plan to let them go. You see, the reason you're going to want to think about this is because if you don't have someone to take their place, you could be the one doing their job and you don't want to do that. So in these situations, you may also want to get management involved. (laughs) Because if you do get management involved, you're more likely to have them watch your back if anything happens and you need to explain it to HR and when you need somebody else to replace that person. But just knowing this, you have to know that this is your business. You need to have people that are that are reliable, that you can rely on, and you need to have people that treat you the way that you need to be treated. And that said, it's a two-way street, so you've got to treat them well as, as well. The point I'm trying to make here is this. You don't have to put up with certain staff members, and sometimes it's better just to let them go. Number four, the stock market. Now, this is a tough one. A lot of advisors don't want to let this go. And if you're an agent and you don't do any investing or don't have your clients invest, maybe it's the insurance company that you're working with where you feel like it's out of your control and and whenever they increase the rates, it really affects you. But if you're a financial advisor, you know the one thing that you definitely cannot change is the stock market. And you never will. It's going to do what it's going to do. But you can change how you feel about it. And if you're in a constant state of anxiety regarding the market and you live and die by the bull and bear market, you need to let that go. And here's how. One, know that all bear markets eventually turn into bull markets. They always have and they always will. Number two, know that you are not your returns. In other words, understand your value. You're not your returns. Number three, know that you are in control of your emotions. It's your choice. In other words, if you let that stock market dictate your emotions and how happy or sad or depressed or full of anxiety that you are, you're at the mercy of the market every single day and every single year and for your entire career, and you don't want to do that. In fact, you want to do just the opposite. You want to be like, like that duck in a pond. The one you see that's just looking around and just not a care in the world, but underneath the water, they're just paddling over and over again. In other words, you just keep working, keep finding that next client, keep servicing your clients, and don't care about the stock market, even though it's important, don't get me wrong, but it's more important for you to let go of any anxiety, any worry, any stress that you have about the market. Just keep growing your business. Number five, rejection. This is a huge one. If there was one thing that that I say that can make or break a business, it would be your relationship to rejection. If you're afraid of rejection, you have to let it go. The sooner the better. In fact, it's time to, to become rejection proof. And here's how. Number one, 
know the art of rejection perception. And here's what I mean. The art of rejection perception is what I call it. And what I'm saying here is that rejection is just a perception. They're not rejecting you personally. They're rejecting the value they think that you can bring them. And so the point is, is that you can perceive rejection any way you want. You could say, you know, if somebody's not interested, great, because somebody will be, so I'll make the next call. The point is, you have to know the art of rejection perception, which is, it's all up to you to decide how you want to perceive rejection. Number two, know who is rejecting whom. Here's what I mean. Do you really want to work with somebody that's rude? Nope. Do you really want to work with somebody that hung up on you? Nope. Do you really want to work with somebody that you didn't like in the first 30 seconds of speaking with them? No. Number three, know that you don't help others by holding you back. In other words, if you let the the rejection of those people that you don't want to work with hold you back from finding the people you should work with, and you're really doing yourself and your clients, your future clients, a disservice. Now that you know several areas of your business that you can let go of, all you need to do is to know how to take the next step. And that is what we're going to talk about next. The next step. So I said we'd cover three things in this podcast. First, seven steps to learning how to let go. Check. We did that. Second, the most common areas of the business to let go of negative people or situations. Check. We did that too. Now what we're going to talk about is the next step so that you know what to do if you're ready to go to the next level. And as you can probably guess by now, that letting go is one part art and one part science. The science are the seven steps to learning how to let go. The art is being able to find the areas that you need to move away from because they aren't helping you to succeed. The real question right now is, are you ready for the next step? So what is the next step? Well, the next step is simple. It takes about 30 seconds, and it's probably the most important step you're ever going to take. And here's why. You could either disregard everything that you heard in this podcast and go back to doing whatever it is you've been doing, and nothing is going to change. And that's the wrong step in the wrong direction. Or you could take less than 30 seconds to take a step in the right direction. And here's how. Email me right now at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com and simply write, let's talk in the subject line. And I'll reply and we'll set up a time to talk. And this is absolutely the right step in the right direction. Because if you do, you'll be getting the tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions to get you to the next level. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. 
I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's Dan at AdvisorSolutionsInc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.